Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling. As always, business first. Are you following us on our social media platforms? We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dabbling and Dribbling. Make sure you check us out, slide into our DMs, and make sure you're listening to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts because we're there as well. Um, yeah. yeah, make sure you're checking in and telling us how cool we are. Yeah. Comment, rate, well, all those things. I don't need that kind of self-esteem, Bruce. Um, um, I do. I mean... Words of affirmation affirm us, folks. That's true. That is a minus, too. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the kindness. Yeah, the kindness stuff. is always good. Yeah. What's going on this week? What are we What are we chatting about? Oh, we're going to talk about cake. <laughs> cake. And then we're going to talk cake, about cake, 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 uh, cake. smaller cakes and mm-hmm. cupcake form. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That's where we're going to start off. That's, um, we start off pretty sweet. It's very sweet. And it ends really sweet. It's It comes full circle, but in the middle of that sweetness cake is it's, a whole lot of dense, dark racism. <laughs> so, why, does, why does racism have to be dark? Um, well, this one it is. Yeah, Because it it's, it's very anti-black. Yeah. Um, and so we talk about some of the leg- uh, policy made by the NFL recently. Yep. Some um, stupid policy. Man, it's pretty unbelievable when you put a room of owners together yep. what they think is a good idea yeah dumb we talk about their policy around uh the national anthem yep and the protests yeah. that are not about the flag or the military but whatever jeez dude oh and we discover some things about i learned some things mm-hmm. from that conversation yeah about how the how- government's involved i had no idea it's so wild and it makes wild. sense yeah totally. i don't know why i never yeah it just anyway. makes sense and then uh, we also talk about the sinkhole that's happening in the White House as well for a little bit. It's not what you think it is. It is not what you think it is. And then uh, basketball, we talk about um, what happened in Milwaukee because some police cam came out about it. It's not good. It's not great. It's not good. It's a continuation of more BS. Damn. And uh, we talk about just the playoffs in general and how... You know, it's the playoffs. It's the, a good time. The Cleveland LeBrons need <laughs> need more help, and I am so hoping they can get it to Game Seven. I hope so too, but I don't I know, man. That. We'll see what tomorrow what tomorrow will bring. And kudos for the Rockets; they're staying in it at the time that we are recording this. They uh, are. They're in the fourth quarter of Game, and they're only five. trailing by one. And so we're gonna wrap this up pretty quick and finish watching this game. Oh my God, James Harden! Oh wow! I need to watch this game. All right, and then we talk about the NBA for first team second team third team and our dope people are pretty dope dame dollar y'all dame dollar all right let us finish this off and let's get into this what up folks welcome to another episode of dabbling and drilling with alex and Bry. hey it is episode number 49 Mm-hmm. Our, is it Silver Jubilee is happening next? Yeah, that's right. It's coming up. We have to do something big. Let's just do a podcast. Yeah, and let's then we do can that. just drink. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> let's do that. We'll do maybe the next podcast with a flask. Keep it simple. Keep yeah, it simple. I can I can dig that. Yeah, I'm into that. How are you doing? I'm good. As you well know. Um, I, I, I do? Well, no, I mean, I was going to say, I pulled my back the other day. Oh, yeah. He and pulled a bri. I pulled a you. Yeah. And uh, I don't love that. That's what it's called. But whatever. Although I'm back. I'm back in, in action. I'm no spring chicken anymore. I have found this out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in 48 you, hours, I, I'm back to uh, walking around the streets like a normal person. That I'm very happy that that's the case. Cause yeah. I found out because someone's like, oh, I, do you hear what happened to Alex? And I was like, 
Wait, what? I'm going around broadcasting that. Right. And then they're like, oh, I shouldn't tell you. And I'm just like, like, oh, they're like, I figured he would have told you. I'm just like, what happened to him? Like, do I need to leave and like go get him? And they're just, and like, I'm at a bar. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do? I thought you were going to take a cab down yes. there and bring like Red Cross with you. I was like, get you, listen, it's not that serious. I had it's an because... ice pack. I was chilling. Right. But I was like, you know, at first I was very angry with you for like a millisecond. I'm mm, just like, mm-hmm, the brother mm-hmm. didn't say anything to me because he knows that I'm going to make a exactly. really big deal about it. Exactly. You know, make sure to take a leave. Don't take Advil. I'll I did tell it's better you for that. you because the noxaprin or whatever is yeah. in it. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. You know, just doing your best like school like- nurse impression right now. <laughs> My mom's a nurse. My sister's a doctor. I know things, okay? I, obviously. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your concern. I'm much better now. I'm glad I'm, you're do- I'm doing well. And that first morning, man, I, I woke up. Well, first of all, I woke up at three in the morning oh. and said, uh, what? This is, nothing's right. <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get out of bed. Oh, nope. No, not can't gonna, do that either. Gonna, well, let me roll up. Oh. Okay, yeah. let me just move my toe. Let me move this my is, toe. This is 30. We'll move it to the ankle, and then we'll stretch the leg out. <laughs> but I'm better now. I'm glad you're good, How buddy. are you doing? I'm great. You know, this it's so beautiful out. It's so nice. It, it makes me like life a lot more. Mm. It makes me like everything better. Indeed. Even when it's like, like I had to work late yesterday. I had to work really early this morning. Like mm-hmm. six, I was at in the office at 645 mm-hmm. for like this project that was happening. Dang. And I was like. It's dedication folks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had to be there. Um, I like physically had to be there. Um, and the whole time I was like, man, it's so beautiful out. And I'm okay that I'm in my office, knowing that it's beautiful out. Summertime in Summertime the city. Summertime in the city. Woo. I can't. I can't be mad about it. I love it. Yeah. By the way, I'm good. I'm looking forward to the long weekend, and even though I'm working a little bit this weekend, I'm still excited Maybe. for relaxation. Nice. Something like that. I can get into that. Yeah. All right. All right. What are we talking about? Well, uh, speaking of summertime, mm-hmm. with summertime comes uh, graduations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Across the right. country. Across the country. People yes. are graduating from all sorts of things. Yes. High school, college, middle school, elementary. Yeah. Like, all wherever, the Whatever you are, congratulations to to our young people out there who are ascending and moving up in their pursuit of knowledge. Absolutely. And education. Into um, it. Get those degrees, make those things happen. Absolutely. Uh, one such young man, a, a young man by the name of Jacob. Uh, out of Our South... friend Jacob? No, 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 different Jacob. This Jacob lives in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and he graduated from high school, class of 2018, obviously. Obviously. And uh, his mother got him a birthday cake. Oh, that's a birthday cake? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. A graduation cake? He's like, Mom, you don't even know what <laughs> this day is. You don't even know what's is. going on. Do you know what my birthday <laughs> is? What is it then? Okay. okay. <laughs> she was like, I was there, son. Um, <laughs> this uh, cake is a graduation cake. Okay. She ordered it online at Publix, their local Publix. In, Publix? In their town in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you've never been to Publix, because uh, it's a regional thing, mm-hmm. so if you're listening, we don't really have them in New York, and we don't have them in the Midwest either. Right, it's yeah. a, kind of a southern thing yeah. all across that that belt. Think of like a, a higher end Walmart. Walmart, exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. A wa- higher end Walmart, but not quite Whole Foods. Yep. 
That per- sounds yeah. I've been to a, a Publix before, you, so yeah, that's people, that's an accurate. People in statement. the South rage about that. Oh my God, Publix is opening, and then you go there because they say it's like affordable. Yeah, but then you go there and you think. Why are these at Whole Foods prices? Yeah. But this is not as nice as Whole Foods. Yeah. She ordered this cake online. Sure. It said uh, the cake she ordered was supposed to say, um, congratulations, Jacob, summa cum laude, class of 2018. Great. That's a great accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Summa cum laude. That's, that's you know, a great that's GPA. No, that's no joke. It's no slouch. No. Instead, she got a cake that said, congratulations, Jacob, summa dash, 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 Loud A, class of 2018. Because they didn't want to say come? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's what Jacob got. Oh. That's good job, Publix. Keeping it classy for the family. Didn't want any embarrassing moments. There could be kids around, Bri. Think about the children. Oh, um, Mom, oh Jacob, congratulations, buddy. What's come? <laughs> it's like, it's summa cum laude, dear. It cum, means cum, cum. God, I can't believe that. Uh, so, yeah. that's, that. We needed to start this cast off with that. That was good work, sir. Congratulations, I'm, Jacob. That's funny. You're making it. Speaking of cakes. Okay, more cakes? More mm. cakes in the news. Okay. Uh, a, a, a man <laughs> by the name of Stoney. His name is... Uh, is he a stoner? No, he's not. He's a competitive eater. His name is Matt Megatoad Stoney. Okay. And he's previously won the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition. Ugh, that, you know, I cannot watch that. Where people are just eating... No, they're swallowing. Pork. Just like, what do you call it? Pork tubes? They're just eating like pork tubes with buns. And they're just like... But you know, they mix it with water so they can like easier digest that bun. I can't tell you how bun. much like... Soggy hot dog bun. Can you stop? Because I'm going to throw They're basically up. Drinking, vomit on drinking the hot dog bun. Oh, um, so oh, this guy has previously God. won, and he's he's <laughs> also he's also done some other feats, um, which okay. I should I should mention. But the one I wanted to highlight here is recently, and you can mm-hmm. see this online. This man consumed 100. 25 <laughs> cupcakes. One, two, five. Like regular size cupcakes? Regular mini. size cupcakes. These look like just vanilla. Oh, there's some chocolate in here. Okay. Vanilla, maybe an assortment of flavors, mm-hmm. an assortment of icings, and sprinkles on everything. Jeez. Yeah. And so he ate 125 in eight minutes and 55 seconds. 125 cupcakes. Eight everything. Minutes. 55 so I was hungry a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I am no longer hungry. That is disgusting. 12,000 calories in oh. less than nine minutes. Damn. You better get it, man. Go I mean, ahead. Can we check his sugar levels after that? Oh, he is, said, I'm sure, is he a diabetic now? Uh, no. What he, <laughs> said, what, what he said was, uh, oh, it was so funny. He goes, um, uh, where is that? Oh. Um, he ate the first 50 in about two minutes and Ooh. struggled from there. So he got through 50, like two minutes, bang, 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 bang. And then he's like, oh, and he said, I was stuck in a tornado of sugar. Yeah, because sugar is terrible for you. Yes. Sugar is garbage for you. You start, that room starts spinning. Ugh. There's just a lot of uppers to take into your system all at once. Your insulin levels are raging at that Jeez point. Jeez Louise. But uh, we just wanted to congratulate him on this feat and um, some other things uh, he's done. Um, 
he eat, he ate eighty five moon pies. Have you seen eighty five moon pies? Yeah, have you a, seen moon pies? Yes. Eighty five moon pies, and he ate two hundred fifty five peeps. Oh. In a short amount of time, they don't say how many minutes, but two hundred fifty five peeps. That's I don't a, even like peeps. Peeps are gross. That would be torture for me. That's so all. Everything that you just told me made me not want to eat food. Hey, you know what? Same. I think I'm going to go on a fast for the next 24 hours just off the calories that I just read about. So uh, shout out to Matt Megatoad Stoney. You are a champion in someone's book. Wow. Nice. That's wild. Yeah. Um, Just keeping us informed. Did you hear about the sinkhole that's happening in the White House? You mean the administration? Well, there's that, but there's also... um, the fact that there's an actual sinkhole oh, in the White House. No, line. I had not heard that. Yeah. So, you know. Wait, tr- wh- what? There's a sinkhole in the White House. Uh, it's a gaping hole. A sinkhole appeared in the steps in the entrance of the White House briefing room. In the steps of the White House briefing room. Briefing room. Like right where the White House briefing room is. Like that's where the sinkhole is currently. How does that been. happen? I don't know. There's, is I mean, I'm, there's like plates and like. Usually sinkholes happen when there's there's a lot of like dampness in the on the in the earth. So when it's like moisture, up, moisture. So I don't know why I said dampness. That I don't like that word. Like moist. But, you were avoiding moist. Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah. So uh, this is God's way of saying this is not going well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Someone someone quoted a, a a Bible verse in like Leviticus or I think it was Leviticus uh, about like. You know when like who, the leadership is bad. Essentially, if when when the, they're sinking into a hole, kind of a thing. Yeah. And it was just like, oh yeah, even God even predicted this. Oh yeah. There's <laughs> this is not going well. Yeah, and this at this is, point, uh, um, divine this is, intervention is called for. Yeah. This is divine intervention and nature. If he <laughs> if he gets struck by lightning, I won't be surprised at this point. Nope. Nope. A flood of locusts in the uh, on the White House lawn. Yeah, but uh, I mean that's. I mean, sinkholes are common, so they're not they're not like uncommon occurrences in the DC area. But oh. it's just kind, of, especially following like a heavy rainstorm. Mm. Um, but it's just kind of funny that yeah. it's happening in the White House. It seems apropos. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so those are those are some things that have been happening. But I figured mm-hmm. this cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't want to talk about the Santa Fe shooting because mm. Santa Fe High School. Yeah, the Santa Fe High School shooting that happened. Uh, I don't know the 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 young boy's name. Um, I don't care to know it, uh, but I'm sending my love to the families who uh, have experienced such great loss and just sadness. I'm just annoyed that this is still happening in our country. I'm not going to talk about how um, literally our president thinks we're about like is about to go into war. I just know it yeah. with with North Korea and just mm-hmm. everything else. So like it's yeah. things are happening. Well, he's no, he's Nobel Peace Prize nominee. Right, uh, except he canceled the meeting with North Korea, so it's probably he's not going to have that. Well, he he canceled it because he had something else come up. Right, the sinkhole. Yeah. <laughs> just something, yeah, just like a, just a little something happening. I gotta mm-hmm. patch up some stuff in my my yard. <laughs> I'm really busy that day. <laughs> um, but I figured we could talk about the garbage. Okay. The hot flaming sinkhole of a garbage mm-hmm. What's this? truck that is the nfl oh yes um do you know what happened uh yeah i do 
Yeah, I, Do you I, want to tell our listeners what happened? Uh, I don't really want to tell them, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you. Nice and brief, like the, the Wikipedia the version. The nitty gritty. We all know that the NFL has had a... Piece of garbage. And increased the National Football League. Sorry, and to those of you who listen to the dabbling section <laughs> and expect things not to be sports... <laughs> This is why this is relevant to you. Not today. This is not about sports. It's about, is about some, some bullshit. This is about who are we as a country. <laughs> Listen. All up. right, let's say it. The, say the it, nitty gritty, The nitty-gritty is the NFL has had the problem this past year with deciding how to treat players kneeling on the field during the national anthem. In protesting. Protesting in response to Colin Kaepernick, former quarterback in the NFL's... Still don't got a job. Still don't got a job. His kneeling... Um, silent protest during the national anthem during the years he was playing so now he's out of the league players are still doing it more there's some backlash from owners last year there was a lot of hoopla right. some fans didn't like it mm-hmm. it was just a lot to talk about and so owners had a meeting recently just the owners just the white owners i mean there's i want to say one person of color probably who, all white though but i mean this is a white congregation of men we have yep. a lot of money, billions and billions of dollars, if not trillions. And they, no, billions. No one has trillions. I don't think. I think it's billions. I don't know how money works. I would say billions. Works. I don't know how money works. So they own a What's team. What's money? I don't have any. And they had a meeting with the commissioner, Roger Goodell, and they're sitting around and they have to say, what are we going to do about this kneeling business? Because it's a problem for us. Absolutely. We don't like it. And so they came up with a policy. And the policy is any player who is on the field has to stand during the national anthem. What if they can't stand because they're physically unable to? You mean like they're hobbled by an injury? Yeah. Well, that actually has not come up in any of the articles, but I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure that's fine. He's out there because he's like on crutches or he has to sit. I don't know. If you're on crutches, I feel like you probably have to like stand up with the crutches. That's how this policy works. So... What, what more should we say about this? Um, so they put up this policy basically saying you have to stand up. And if you don't, your team gets fined. Oh, we should back up before we do that. The protest largely revolves around police brutality. Police brutality as it primarily relates to African-American men and people of color. Black lives. Black lives matter. Okay, go ahead. And so people are like, no. People specifically, even our, our president, um, has said, like, they're disrespecting the flag, they're disrespecting the military, and literally people are like, no, that is not what they're doing. Like, you know, they're they're protesting police brutality. That's, this is what how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They have the right to do it. We have right. a right to protest, free speech, whatever, you know, say all the, all the things, right? And Colin Kaepernick even came out and said, I am not protesting the entire privilege of this country that I reap the benefits of. Right. What I'm saying and drawing attention to is the fact that black lives are systematically and disproportionately targeted by police in this country violently. Right. And there's many, like even this week, there has been several videos of people, that, which we'll talk about later, yep. of um, of black men being surrounded by cops for basic things like a taillight being out mm. or they parked you know, incorrectly somewhere or like, oh, we think that you have weed, but it was actually like a leaf from a tree. Right. You know, like just like it's like crazy. Right. Like that's that's what they're that's what Colin Kaepernick and many of the black players who were protesting were doing. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, um, 
in doing that, there's so they're, that's what they're protesting. But everyone thinks the 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 right feels like it's very it's it's about the country, the flag, the military that they're protesting. So like the it's lost the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, the yeah, the, the the purpose of the protest is lost on um, a very good chunk of people. Yeah, and so these owners come together to decide on this. Like, how should we handle this? Because they haven't been handling anything in the NFL well, from head injuries to abuse to domestic violence to rape. To, mm. Like, they don't handle anything very well. It's a it's a numbskull culture. Roger Goodell culture. is a stupid ass. It's a, I was going to say toxic masculinity. Absolutely. But it, I mean, there is that, that, for sure. But it's not even necessarily that. It's the inability to think Critically. broader perspectives. Yeah. Right. And so so they make this decision like, okay, if you do kneel, if you do protest during the national anthem, your team is going to get fined or you're going to get your fined? Your team. Your team is going to get fined. Um, and then the team will figure out how that works as far as like who exactly. pays and all those wonderful things. Exactly. Um, and if you don't want to stand at the, uh, you know, for the, for the anthem, you could be in the locker room essentially. Yeah. And you can come out after. Right. I did not know that the Department of Defense gives money to the NFL, and because they did that, that's when the national anthem actually started in the NFL. Yeah. So, which is like very interesting because that's where like the military thing comes into play a little bit. I did not know that. I didn't know that either the until Department someone mentioned. Department of Defense gives money to the NFL. To the NFL. Who else does the Department of Defense give money I to? I don't know. You give money to a private. Sp- Sports company? Essentially. Well, let me... Department of... Defense. Are we supposed to be using that on, like... I mean, it's my tax dollars. Why are you using military? it on things? Okay, why are full pairs and sidelines? How the NFL sold patriotism to the U.S. military for millions. Uh, standing for the anthem is a new concept that may have con- coincided with government marketing campaigns. So I think that's where... So, oh. the, so I think that's kind of how... Like, you know, football is the American sport, right? The NFL like, markets, mm-hmm. military service, and right. patriotism, pride of country. So as recently as 20, 2015, the Department of Defense was dolling out millions to the NFL for such things as military flyovers, flag unburlings, emotional color guard ceremonies, um, enlistment campaigns, and interestingly enough, the national anthem performances. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Boom. Head just exploded all oh. over the room. I know. I'm just like, can it, it's Wait like a all second. over my face, buddy. All that stuff that we took for granted of unrolling un- the flag right. and national anthems. Right. The government pays the NFL to for that? that? So if if they didn't pay them, would that stuff still happen? Probably. I mean, I, I feel like the national anthem, I don't know when it's probably started um, uh, to like in games and stuff like that. Like, I don't know when that became a thing. Um, oh, so additionally, according to Vice, the NFL's policy on players standing for the national anthem also changed in 2009 with athletes, quote unquote, encouraged thereafter to participate. Um, but anyway, so 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 it's unclear whether the policy change as it was implemented directly because of this defense hmm. department's contracts. Uh, but like, well, it's, it's really, I mean, I'm sure it's, it is, though. It's... 
that because it's all intertwined yeah. the department of defense represents a military faction of our country absolutely and the nfl markets a military faction of our country and a lot of the base in right. the nfl oh. thinks military and football go together absolutely and so yeah it hurts the the owner's pockets to have yeah. people kneeling yeah it, it was like literally someone someone uh, said this in an interview jesse williams my man my man Jesse Williams. Do you need Williams. a moment? Do you no. want to pause this? No, I'm okay. good. Right. I can I can talk about him mm-hmm. and not like keel over. Okay. I'm fine. Okay, you got some drool right there. <laughs> you piece of shit. All right, go ahead. <laughs> he said the anthem thing is a scam. It it is not actually part of football. This was invented in 2009 by the government, paying the NFL to market military recruitment to get more people to go off and fight for for wars to die. This has nothing to do with the NFL or American pastime or tradition. So. It's about it's about money. It's about oh, it's always about it's money. about money, and you know it's not about patriotism God. as 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 everything is trying to make it be. So anyway, so I look at this and I'm like, so so this comes out and I'm like, oh, the NFL is hot garbage. Like they did not consult any of the players' association. The NFL Mm-mm. players' association not came in and was like, we did not no. know anything about this. We will we will go under review about this mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Um, Everyone is like, are you actually serious? You're going to fine... can't believe this. These players who are protesting... You're fining these teams, which these teams will most likely be like, <clears throat> players pay these fines, mm-hmm. um, to... Not necessarily, but go ahead. Yeah, not, there's some teams that have come out and said that they would pay it and, and they could do whatever they want. Thank right. you to the Jets um, franchise who uh, the chairman of the Jets um, uh-huh. team said that. I don't even, I'm not even a Jets fan, but I can be if you're mm-hmm. cool like that. Um, so anyway, all this is happening and I'm thinking to myself, and we've talked about this before, where the NFL wouldn't be the NFL if it weren't for those black bodies that are playing. Say it again. So let's call that what it is. And let's also say, even beyond this, you got a bunch of white men mm. deciding what these black bodies need to do. Sounds very slave-like to me. So it sounds to me, sounds to me, white Sir Roger Goodell and your goons, that you look at these black bodies as these these are black bodies that do what you need them to do. They all they are is a you don't care about their brains and what what your your sport is doing to their brains. You don't care about that some of these players have some real issues to deal with because they are raping, they are abusing, Mm. they are doing drugs that mm. are not good like all of those things are not good things and you don't address any of those things but the fact that they're effing kneeling oh. gives you some problems there's this great cartoon that i saw today i wish i could find it it was and i, and I said this to you before it was yeah. um a slave um it was a, a cartoon of a slave a black slave man um kind of kneeling and a white master being like get up and then it was the other, the next frame was um, a black man sitting at a like a booth, like a diner booth, uh, where they're not supposed to sit, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's whites only. Mm-hmm. And a white man saying, get up. And then the, th- the third frame is a black man kneeling at, at a football game mm-hmm. saying, get, and the white man saying, get up. Mm-hmm. A Roger Goodell saying, get up. Yeah. And so I come back to this, and I've said this before, that 
I mean, we talk about sports a lot in the way of, of like it being very slave like in mm. like when I think of like college sports, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that is very like they these players don't get nothing and these Mm. You know, universities and coaches are making millions and billions of dollars. Yeah. Um, same thing with the NFL. Not saying that the players are not getting paid. They're getting paid, but at what cost right. uh, at, of their health, of who they are. But also even beyond that, you are clearly like diving into this narrative that, you know, America flag football patriotism. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play, you need to you need to do what we say. Or you don't, and I, and I get it as a job, and like there's things about my job and our job that I think about. I'm like, I don't love certain aspects of my job, but I still have to do it, right? right? But that doesn't mean if it like degrades the humanity of the person, that's not okay. No. And I think that's where I'm, that's the frustration that I have. And these white slave masters, like, are, that's, I'm gonna call them what they are, they're slave masters trying you to. You and Adrian Peterson. Man, where's, where's the lie though? I ain't even mad at you. Where's nope. the lie? I'm with Am you. Am I wrong in in that uh-uh. statement? No. Uh-uh. Like I, the amount of anger that I felt in that moment when I found out that there was a bunch of white people that decided this, what white men who were probably super fragile about their feelings. I was like, you know what? Y'all can have your damn feelings. And what I what I would love is to see every single black pair, player not show up on a Sunday. Not show up on a Thursday and a Monday. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's going to do that. What's going to happen to the pockets of the NFL? And you know what I also want to see? I want to see some white players also not show up, and actually, you know, stand in 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 tandem with their brothers. The entire team doesn't come out. Don't coaches players coaches alike. players. They'll be like, nah. If you don't, you need to get your act together. Mm. You don't, you can tell us when and where we can protest. Literally, are you actually kidding me? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> I hey, you took so many words out of my mouth. We were talking about this before the cast. I'm like, what happens when everybody when no one comes out on the field? Yeah. And what do you when you tell someone they can't do something before you were asking them we really appreciate it if you did yeah it, we, now, it's we really would encourage you to stand now you are penalizing a team if they don't do it yeah you know, that makes me want to do it more yeah yeah i i'm gonna go out on that field i'm gonna take up the biggest damn knee yeah. you've ever seen yeah and you can penalize this team because it gets back to what you were saying the Jets have already said, we're not going to do that. That's a team in the North. Mm-hmm. What if your fan base is the Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. or the Jacksonville Jaguars? Mm-hmm. What if you're down in New Orleans mm-hmm. and you have a fan base that's largely Christian, mm-hmm. very um, conservative, mm-hmm. and you have a player who kneels on your field? Yeah. Is that owner going to find that player? So it gets back to this Mason-Dixon line mm-hmm. of, are the teams in the North primarily, in the liberal cities, going to start letting their players off? Unless and- you're the Patriots. Yeah, oh yeah, Robert Kraft, <laughs> asshole. So the, and Tom Brady and, and those Belichick. teams. If you're gonna find your players in the cities where it's more conservative because of your base, are we just getting back to this idea of like ownership? States having their own rights. That's yeah. what slavery was about, right? States' rights. States' <laughs> no, rights. No, it's about slavery. Sta- it's about <laughs> the right for you to punish black bodies. Yeah. To exploit black bodies. And this bodies. is what you're doing. This is what... It, and people are like... That you, is exactly you ask that what you're question, doing. You ask this question, like, what was the Civil War about? Oh, states' rights. The states' rights to exploit black bodies. Absolutely. And so if you're... To own black bodies. To own black bodies. So if you are an owner, and what is this issue about? The issue is not about the flag. The issue is not about the military. Right. The issue is about 
And where did police come from? Police came from a system of keeping down lower class and black people yeah. in America. They developed it's all about police. Law and order. Yeah, law and order, quote unquote. Yeah. And so, exactly. if this issue is about black men being systematically, disproportionately, violently targeted by police in this country, statistically proven, and we'll talk about that in our dribbling section. Yeah. Then. Who are most of the players who are going to kneel, who have been kneeling, are black players. So when you have a bunch of white owners come together, they'll tell you this is not about race. This has everything to do with race. This stems from race. So when you tell people... The protest is about race issues. When you come out so tone deaf and so fragile to say, you know what? They're playing to their base. You're playing to your white, ignorant base. Mm -hmm. And so they are going... To support you in that, but you have lost so many fans with this decision. It is a, it is oh. morally unconscionable that yes. they decided to do this. And I can tell. So, um, and I know we're kind of diving into like the basketball a little bit. Um, when uh, so Steve Kerr, Coach Kerr, was asked about like what what are your thoughts on? I asked him this already. Yeah. Oh God, what did he say? I mean, Coach Kerr, you know, oh my God. he was he was. Oh my God. It was. It just gave my ins- like. It made me love him more. What you I was. I was like attracted to him on a, on a like social justice level, which is very sexual. Mm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, so he he said a lot of things, uh, but he said when the NFL players were kneeling, they were kneeling to protest police brutality, to protest racial inequality. They weren't disrespecting the flag or or the military. Our president decided to make it about that, and the NFL followed suit. And he basically said, and if, like, it's idiotic. He was like, I think his exact words were like, it's idiotic. They're playing to their base. That's, that's what they do. It, and I was just like, he's just proving to me more and more why basketball is way better than football. So and better. And like, and the fact is like, I enjoy watching football. I like playing football. But all of this, like, Mm-mm. I always like doing a Super Bowl party. Mm-hmm. This year I will do a Super Bowl party. But you know what we're going to do? Not watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of good people at my place having some good food, good drinks, and we're going to watch like Beachella or we're going to do something way more fun and woke mm-hmm. than giving any viewership to the Super Bowl or any of those games. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Bears and the New York Jets mm-hmm. are in the Super Bowl this year, hypothetically. I'm not going to watch it. The Chicago, gonna... the Chicago Bears. Yes, I'm not going to watch it. I'm giving you my okay. hand. Okay, I'm giving right. you my I'm hand. I'm shaking your hand right now. Yeah, I'm giving okay. you my hand. I won't watch it. You can do that because you know the Bears have not a chance in hell of going to this. First of all, first of all, that disrespect was unnecessary. Just because I'm not watching the NFL doesn't mean it's not gonna happen anyway. No, but even if like, even if like, you know, Jesus comes down himself in quarterbacks. Yes, I'm. Oh, too funny. No, I mean, there's there's not a chance in hell they're going to the Super Bowl, but if yeah. they did, I still wouldn't watch it. Okay. I wouldn't. I believe you. It's principle. Is, principle of the matter. Is, I cannot watch football anymore because of, one, the barbarism of it. Like sure, The, the yeah. way that people were getting hurt. It just wasn't sitting right with my conscience. Mm-hmm. And then, the, the, the way that... Those have you seen Any Given Sunday with Jamie Foxx? No, I have not. And LL Cool J. That's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I watched I know it by heart most most all the way through. That's how I, I know Remember the Titans by Heart. That's my football Same. movie. Same. I that one that one too. Mm-hmm. I, I was big into football as a teenager. Sure. And then uh, Did you play football? 
No, like, I was too scared of the grunting and the pads and the, all that stuff. Oh. I got to the, the locker room door. No, I got to the <laughs> locker room door and I looked down that staircase and I just heard a bunch of like pads hitting each other yeah. and people going, oh, 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 oh. And I think they were doing so an locker room talk? animalistic uh, sacrifice. <laughs> And so uh, I backed away. I was like, you know what, Mom? Can you loop the car back around? This I'm is good. not for me. I'm, I'm was good. it cross country? Short shorts and women? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that then. <laughs> short shorts. Did you wear short shorts? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my legs look great back then. I mean, they're fine now, but man, I'm I was sure in shape. sure they're fine now. God, it was fun. Anyway. I would pay money to see you in short shorts just to make fun of you. We walked into the <laughs> basketball court. It was the first year I did cross country. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had played basketball. You wear the shorts down to your knees. Yeah, If not course. a little bit past that. Right. That's, and, how, that's uh, how Jordan wore it. That's so. how it was. Yeah. So I, uh, me and my, my friend, we joined the cross country team. We put on our short shorts. First day, we walked through uh, the, the guys. We were doing shoot, shoot around. Right. Guys from the team were just playing. Because it's out of season. And we walked through and started doing lunges in our short shorts. <laughs> I could see like you, like little Alex doing that. <laughs> Hands on hips, just yes. lunging across like from Are end to end. Are you watching them as you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, just like. <laughs> yeah, we're just staring. Just we're just looking. very awkwardly but, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just, are you serious right now? Y'all are wearing short shorts? <laughs> and you're like, yes, yes I right. am. That's right. I'm about to go run out here with some girls on the team. Yep. Slumber party. Anyway, we never did slumber parties. Anyway, um, or maybe we did. I forgot. But um, this this um, machismo was the first thing that I couldn't deal with. There's right. just this toxic masculinity that didn't feel right. And you hear all those stories like you were mentioning mm-hmm. about domestic violence, mm-hmm. even right. the Ray Carruth mm-hmm. situation where he yeah. targeted and a hit on his pregnant girlfriend. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That stuff was wildly out of like just moral bounds. Yeah. And then. But then you hear about like Junior Seau taking his life with um, a shot to the heart so mm-hmm. they could examine his brain mm-hmm. from the trauma. Yeah. And you hear how the NFL didn't really react to that. Yeah. With like, with care. Like yeah. you don't even, it doesn't seem like you even care because yeah. it's about the bottom line of those hits. And then Colin Kaepernick takes one knee and the entire world explodes. Right. You didn't care about Junior Seau and mm-hmm. his like damaged soul and mm-hmm. what he was doing to his family yeah and you didn't care about these women who were getting punched in the face and dragged out of elevators yeah. or i mean just you let the law take its course when it comes to players off the field but you'll defend um the running back for the dallas cowboys elliot mm-hmm. to the death to keep him on that field right even though he was involved in some domestic violence matters you would still sooner have him play for you right because the bottom line then miss six out of 16 games on the season yeah are you kidding me yeah and then colin kaepernick wants to take a knee a knee and that's unacceptable tim tebow was doing that at every celebration that he did jeez and so oh my god and so and as a as a christian person i understood what he was doing that's his way of celebrating cool but like what if i was offended by that Oh, you they, know? they said this gives people the license to they said what is essentially protesting because this policy also states you can't protest in other ways so like raising a fist mm-hmm. or turning your back right something like this would insinuate well the NFL players are thinking about like other ways to protest but like if that's mm-hmm. part of the policy it's not going to matter pro- they're like yeah. anything that's not just standing and looking at the flag is protest and so think about this the guys who all put their heads down yeah 
Well, that's a natural thing. But yeah. in the course of this policy you just instated? That's technically... What if oh. I start looking... What if everybody starts looking down at the ground? Is yeah. that starting to become protest? So now is like, it every, heads up? Yeah. Heads up seven up? In this? <laughs> I was actually just about to say heads up seven up. Yeah. We spend way too much time together. At what, at what, time, <laughs> at what point does it become... But then it also... What if someone starts saluting the flag? Yeah. Is that is that a protest? That's not a pro- Oh, that's acceptable? So someone can do something other than standing and do... And a salute mm-hmm. with a hand to the forehead, but if that's I do, always acceptable. yeah. But if I do a hand to the back of my head, right. like being arrested by a cop, let's right. say I put my hands on the back of that's my really, head. That's a really cool. Now, now my hands are up behind my head instead of in front of my head. My team's getting penalized. Right. That's what this policy. You they and just created such a rule that they cannot hold. Yeah, and the other thing too, I was they're like, oh, they're disrespecting the flag. We as Americans disrespect the flag all the time. Oh my god! We wear it as bikinis, bandanas. Oh my god! We, you know what I mean? Like we we wear it as flip flops. You know, it is. We walk on it. We, yeah, flip flops version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we put it on corny stuff. We yeah. put it on cheeseburgers and yeah, totally. Oh so like, don't. So like, please <clears throat> stay in your lane. When like, figure out what you what you're really feeling. You're really feeling some kind of way about black bodies, and doing something that they want they have the freedom to protest and do something that they want to do and you're uncomfortable with it and that's really what the and and the nfl Mm. the last thing i'm going to say is you ain't shit for this you are actual hot flaming garbage and i will not support you period end of story i can't wait to see the dollars drop on this thing i I can't wait either i uh and the thing is like there's going to be a part of america that will give their money to mm. the nfl and provide some sort of sustainability for them and that's yeah. fine but Which, i will not contribute i am sorry right. actually no i'm not sorry i will no. not contribute period no i'm very disappointed and and this is egregiously appalling uh stephen a smith would put it the pure unadulterated unmitigated gall of this decision yeah is abhorrent it's uh i the great the, word usage I will, I will say uh my hat's off on a positive note to the players who have been up to this point protesting to cause to force this action yeah this poor action and also the players who are still not going to give up and cause this conversation to continue because this thing is out of the box and it will not rest right this is only going to exacerbate the problem Mm -hmm. for the owners it is going to raise consciousness and we are pushing toward the the biggest issue I have with this mm-hmm. is that what they as owners decided to do and what so much of NFL's fan base decided to do mm-hmm. was not look at the heart of what this is about. Right. So in the same way, it comes back to like our president said, "This is about the flag and just dis- dis- and yeah. the military." When it was never about it was those never things. about that. The yeah. fact that these people don't know the statistics behind police brutality. Yeah. The fact that they don't know. Mm-hmm. What is happening to mostly black, but Latino and other people of color in this country when they come under police surveillance for the littlest things, mm. as opposed to when a white person does it somewhere else? I'm if sorry. they knew what that looked like, they wouldn't be having I this. I just want to say there was a 17 year old kid that shot up a high school in Santa Fe, and he, in with Houston. his. In ha- yeah, San- Santa High Fe, school. Houston. But it was in Santa Fe, Texas. High school. But it's also... Well, oh, Santa Fe, Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is a got suburb it. of Houston. Got it, got it, got it. Um, and that that boy was carefully taken into custody. Mm. That boy didn't die. 
No, there were no no guns. Mike Brown is dead. Mike Brown's dead for some uh, cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it's so it's that thing. It's like well, Philando Castile. Yeah. And let's let's name them all. You know what I mean? Like people, like people, this is people. This will, is not white people who do not get it will point to. Yeah, but the black person in that we're going to talk about a story in the dabbling section right. where dribbling, when the dribbling section mm-hmm. where a player just to put a tease on it, just because maybe some people don't listen to the mm-hmm. dabbling section, uh, a black player was tased by police for parking in a handicap parking space. Yeah, uh, some people will point to well, he was in the wrong for being in a handicap parking space. Do you I know how many people park in a handicap parking space every day? He was going into a Walgreens. In a Walgreens in the middle of the night where there's no one in the parking lot. There's like completely empty parking it. lot. How many people have done it? A lot of people, white people. Have you seen them tased? And you're saying like, well, he's probably and resistant. Look at the footage on the video because the mayor of Milwaukee even said, yeah, oh, that was, damn, that's troubling. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in the dabbling section, but I want to say- Dribbling. And the, that's why you're here. You know what? I appreciate you 100%. You, you better. You, you keep, man, I don't even know how I would make it to this cast. Um, anyway, the, um, but, but the, the idea that, well, because something happens to black bodies, it must be because that person was doing something in the wrong. White people do things in the wrong, statistically proven, at rates comparable, if not more than people of color. And the punishments they uh, they uh, are subjected to after that mm-hmm. exponentially lighter right. than what people of color. And it you cannot deny the racism that's mm-hmm. involved in that, the classism involved in that, the systemic uh, problems posed at people of color. So it's not just people get upset because they think, well, it's about police brutality. Yeah, I can look at, you know, some data, but I still don't feel good about it. We'll feel good about this. It's not even Black Lives Matter is not it's stemmed from police brutality. What people don't get, and you and I talk about this, it is about so much more than that. Yeah. It is about the fact that black lives are undervalued and deemed uh, pretty worthless yeah, in worthless. the United States. Call it what it is. History, Amen. the way black people. We just had to describe a slave trying to get rights as a human to yeah. get actual money mm-hmm. for doing work instead of free labor. Right. And then a government had to decide. Well, that's a little bit nuts. So we're not going to do that. Right. But we are worried as white property owners about our representation in Congress. Right. Because we white people want to have more leverage in Congress. So we want to count our slaves as people. And so I have mm, 30 slaves. They all vote the way that I do. So that's 31 votes. And then the the Northerners said, actually, they're not people. They're like toaster ovens. They're yeah. essentially they're property. They're, they're th- you own yeah. them. They're like a dog. So you can't count dogs. Uh. Well, dogs have sorry feelings, so we would <laughs> value do- they would value their dogs over their slaves. Yeah, they would. So, so yeah, it's like they value their horses like, and their cattle. So over their slaves. they compromise to do the three fifths compromise. Thanks, yep. James Madison. And so a black person had to go from being nothing to being three fifths of a person, mm-hmm. and then from three fifths to a person, they did one amendment that gave blacks the Thirteenth Amendment, abolition, freedom from slavery. Right. And then that wasn't clear enough. They had to do a uh, an act. Yeah. To give them the right to vote. Yep. Because people didn't hear it clearly. Then they had to do the 14th Amendment, Mm -hmm. giving them the right to vote because the act didn't really carry in any of the states. They didn't abide by it. Right. And then they had to do the 15th Amendment just to give them the right to vote. 
Wait, again. Again. <laughs> For, technically, 14 was like protection under the law with inclusion of votes. Right. But then they had to more explicitly say in the 15th. But actually, they can vote. Seriously, they can vote. And so then let them vote. And then it's like, well, listen, black people got their freedom. Everything was okay. Wealth wasn't passed down. They didn't make money. And we sharecropped them forever. But I mean, still, it's okay. And then we subject them to separation by segregation Mm -hmm. separate but equal but not the same drinking fountains not the same schools not the same churches not the same grocery stores uh anything that was even close to decent living conditions for black people in white communities and people of color at that point started to increase as well and uh then you get you have to have a martin luther king malcolm x black panther like revolution in the 60s yeah where people died Mm -hmm. just to have people were murdered a 1965 civil rights act just to have a 1968 fair housing act just to get anything on the books that said we treat these people like they're people and now people think everything just like when slavery happened where yeah. they're free what's the problem we had to have a civil rights movement right well then civil rights movement happened people say black lives matter what's the problem you already got your civil rights movement and you have a black president like <laughs> when you get it when you understand history, it is always slow in coming. Yeah. And the white constituency of the NFL does not get that this is not just about police brutality. It's about the fact that black people and people of color raising concerns about the nation's actions mm. are not in congruence with its virtues. Right. And we as a people are born with certain inalienable rights. Mm. And when those rights do not reflect or work against the the goodwill of the people, yeah. it is those people's rights to dismantle the laws of the land. It's to shake and, things up. And reinstate yeah. new laws that fit the conscience and the, and the best interests of the people. And that was Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. That is what he wrote in there, that dissent is patriotism. Absolutely. So if, you're, you, if your government doesn't you give a notice. shit about you, yeah. then your government is not working for you, and that is what the United States is about. Right. That is what they wrote. Is the, what, are the founding fa- what would the founding fathers say to They'd them not like, standing for the flag? That's what they wrote in the Constitution, right. so maybe we should just do that. I was reading some stuff about white privilege before this, and I don't even want to read it all, but I just looked at this... Uh, <laughs> white privilege questionnaire that Mm -hmm. people can take online it's 20 questions and it's just stuff that white people don't have to think about Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just you i could read stuff like you know i can arrange to be in a company of people of my race most of the time yeah like it's easy for me to have white people around me i don't even have to think about it i can go shopping alone most of the time and not have somebody follow me and not have someone follow me or be harassed and it's like a white person might hear that and say yeah, I can, but so can everybody. It's like, no, actually. Uh, no. Nope. No, actually I've definitely not. been followed. Yeah, same. I've so, been, yeah. It's like, you know, what? I yeah. especially get followed if I'm like super scrubby looking. Like if I'm like wearing sweatpants and like oh, my yeah. gym shoes. And even if I look nice, it's always like, can you afford to be here? Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. It's yeah. like, yeah, they it's like actually when, clientele. Yeah, it's like when, uh, when I walk my dog, people think I'm a dog walker and not that he is my actual dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That annoys the shit out of me. When you told me that. Oh, that happens at least once a month now. When you, Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, walking around Manhattan as a brown woman. Mm-hmm. A fly people, brown woman. Well, of course. Of course. Just without saying. <laughs> um, w- With a fly-ass dog. White people will say, oh, whose dog is that? Mm-hmm. Mine. It's mine. 
idiot. You I, actual garbage. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, I can turn on the television or social media or the news and I can see people of my race widely represented. Yeah. Yeah. That's not something that everyone can say. Yeah. Um, when I'm told about uh, national heritage or about civilization, I am shown people of my color. Um, uh, oh, the people of my color made it what it is. Mm-hmm. When we talk about heritage and civilization yeah. and this country. All the white people that did it. Yeah. Not, not all oh, the brown yeah. and brown and black oh, people. Oh, my that, God. Yeah. Anyway, there's a whole list of these things online. Just Google like white privilege um, questionnaire or um, whatever this bullshit's called. <laughs> <laughs> just so done. <sighs> NFL, man, it's screw I, you. Buddy. I I am ready for history to write this chapter. I can't. You should be ashamed. You won't be ashamed now, but you'll be ashamed in the years that this is written about. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful way to end this, this section of our cast. It's unbelievable. Shame on you, NFL. Shame on you. All right, let's talk about some ball. Yeah. It is time to speak about ball. Basketball. That's it. Are we? Yeah. Should we, should we redo this? <laughs> What's going on? No. Are you not here? No, I'm What's here. I'm here. <laughs> let's just let's just where we left off because we're gonna go into more of the sports stuff. We'll yeah. just re just we I briefly mentioned it in the last section. Mm-hmm. Sterling Brown, yes, Bucks rookie, Milwaukee Bucks, rookie. Bucks. Yep, was in a Walgreens parking lot uh-huh. late at night. Went in to go get some Theraflu or maybe some of that really nice uh, like. Uh, uh, was that bubbling water they have? A little sparkling water? Lepra? Yeah, that stuff's really good. They got I don't that really on, like, like that. the truckloads. I don't like um, sparkling water. You know, Walgreens has so much good stuff. This podcast is brought to you by Walgreens. <laughs> um, CBS, Get what Green. you need 24-7. Exactly. Um, and he came out and two officers who were there and his car was parked in a handicapped parking space without a parking tag. I think it took two tag. spots, yeah. Yeah. two spots of he it. was pretty he's pretty negligent and no one likes people who take up two spots yeah. even a, a even parking handicap like yeah it's not good it's not a good look and he shouldn't have parked in a handicap spot no, I get that absolutely no one's no one's giving him the right to do that yeah um, and then the officers confronted him he didn't seem to be resisting based on the uh, video the, so the, we knew this happened a while ago mm-hmm. this was like Pretty, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We knew this happened. Yes. So we're talking about this now because the the, the video the video out. has come out. Yes. The ca- the camera from the police officer yeah. has come out, and it is um, it does not look great for the police officers. He is not resisting. He mm-hmm. is not showing any kind of aggression. They literally like one of the things that they had. I was like, "Do you have your driver's license?" Like, yeah. And then he gives it to them. Mm-hmm. He's like, so "What's your name?" He's like, "It's in my driver's license." Yeah. Um, he eventually says his name, and then then mocks him later. After a while, after he realizes he's a, a Bucks player in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, I don't follow the Bucks. What are you do, like? Did you like? I think he was like, did you cure cancer or something? Like he was just making fun of him. Yeah. After and then they tase him. Yeah. They so you had one so they two police officers, I'm assuming partners, goes up to this black man mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, give me your license. What should be just a ticket? This is a ticket. It's a ticket. You like." Sterling messed up. Like you should not have yeah. done that. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna say that he should have. Should no, have done no, no, or whatever. No. And then. And then you call for backup, and Sterling's like, "What are you calling backup for? Like this is this all you. Make... All you do is write the ticket, give it to him, you leave, and you keep it moving. Then you have 
Three more cops show up. So, so now you have five grown ass men what are you surrounding doing? a black man because of how he parked a car? This is what we're saying. Are you actually kidding me? What are you doing? What are you doing? What 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 how? The the police the police commissioner and the mayor of Milwaukee are like, yeah, no, they effed up. Let's say a white woman does mm-hmm. what he did and parks in this parking lot. Ma'am, um, is this your car? You know you parked over the line there? Yeah. Well, you know, ma'am, you can't do that, okay? Like, we, you know, we need to park in the right spot. Oh, I, oh, I didn't realize that. Because, you know, I was really excited about that, that LaCroix. <laughs> LaCroix. I, I just love that song. I, I'll be better next time, officer. Okay, ma'am, this is a warning, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. Keep it moving. But a black, a tall black man. We're gonna need backup here. I'm gonna. They said backup, backup, backup. Like, I was just serious? like, you, you need to get your life together. Are you serious? So anyway, um, Sterling has stated that he is uh, filing a civil rights suit against the Thank city, you. Um, as he should. Get it. Um, and the mayor agrees that uh, the police effed up and so is the police commissioner they're like yeah no that's the police chief mm-hmm. he's like yeah no this is absolutely and they've been disciplined yep um and the way that like i get like i get having a power trip and things like that being a police officer i, I get why that may happen but literally you are this is unnecessary he he parked incorrectly did he give you a little bit of attitude sure but you signed up to be a police officer yeah people are going to give you attitude not yeah. everyone's going to like yeah. Sing your accolades. You need to know, and you that. and you also are doing a job that's really scary and really sure. dangerous. And so, yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Other than I'm I I am glad that he is okay. You can they tase him and you can hear him groan. Yeah. And it like I heard that and I just remember hearing it two days ago when it came, was it two days ago? No, it was yesterday when it came out. My heart just sunk to my stomach. Like mm. that's a that's someone's baby. That's someone's. Yeah, he's Child. like 19. He's a kid. But he, I mean, man, but he's like six foot six. Yeah, he's a big black kid who plays basketball this really happens, well. He's 19. This, let's talk about the 12-year-old kid that got shot up because they thought they, it was an adult. Tamir Rice? Tamir Rice. Yeah. That still bothers. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, this happens to, you know, black and brown bodies often where they look at somebody and like, oh, you must be like this many years old but black don't crack boo brown don't frown uh, so that's true i don't know people yeah. it's just it's a perception it's thing. a hard thing i've been around a lot of cops in the recent months mm-hmm. for various things not i mean just are like, you are you are you doing bad things that what, sounded what so you, shady I know. like what that are you doing like, what is he doing you're like an informant i am definitely <laughs> undercover um in a drug cartel and it is so you're whew, like 21 jump streeting the situation the hours <laughs> i have been working let me tell you 40 i work 80 um no it's uh, no, I've just been around for various things I'm doing with my job to mm-hmm. um, try and improve relations. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's just being around that culture is you get to know them as people and you sure. know what their intentions are. But then when you realize a black and brown person does not enter the legal system that statistically really disadvantages people of color, the mm-hmm. prison system. All of this stuff is way out of proportion. The bail and and, and uh, posted yeah, people can't for afford people it. can't afford all this sort of stuff that's really discriminatory towards um, marginalized groups. None of that happens until someone in blue decides to bring someone into that system. Yeah, so you're at the discretion of the police. Some people would say like, "Oh, it's the judge. It's the 
prisons are the problem. They don't get that far until someone arrests them or tases them or brings them in in documents. So it starts there. This is why it's important. Yeah. You have to, as, an, as a white officer especially, you have to know your biases. You have to know your prejudices. You have to know your fears. They did a survey Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, I forget what it was a part of, but this person did a survey with hundreds of cops across the country. And this was a part of a, a survey, a broad study they did mm-hmm. for this research into sociology of policing in marginalized groups. And so they started asking them as they built up this trust, like harder questions about, you know, what do you think about when you're approaching someone who is black, who is right. brown, who is a man, who is taller, you know, whatever. Um, and, and more officers white officers expressed you know i'm scared i'm scared like i'm afraid and i'm afraid i won't go home at night if i don't subdue this person immediately i don't want to take that risk i think about my kids i think Mm -hmm. about my wife um i'm afraid because i'm not a racist person because i volunteer at my um local basketball community to coach black kids and all that and then i'm afraid of black men Mm. officers would straight up say i'm afraid of black men Mm. even though they work with black children yeah and they were those children are going to be black men one day yeah and so he's thinking like man or sometimes treated like black men am i a racist am i a bad person and Mm. it's that way out of whackness of my values and my personhood is reliant upon me being a good person but my Mm. actions in this role scare me i'm afraid yeah and so when you can that's really complicated it's so complicated that's why it's why being around these officers as i have been i look around a room of them i've been in a room with hundreds of them at like a community event yeah and i look around i'm just thinking in all these faces i see people i see their hopes i see why they joined the force because they wanted to make a difference in their community and i also see guys who are scared yeah and a little confused and also um, they're allowed to be though we're all allowed that but they're in a role where their line their life could be on the line yeah and they're they're worried about um valid things yeah and um but sometimes those fears manifest as biases and prejudices that if go unchecked really damage people and that's the thing going unchecked yeah because like there's nothing wrong with feeling those no there's certain there's it's not unnatural to feel fear about certain things because of maybe stories you've heard experiences that you've had biases and things that have been instilled in you because of how you were raised whatever it may be right Mm. but if you don't check yourself you're gonna wreck lives yeah and if you don't and you may wreck your own life you know because of decisions that you're making at a, at a split second yeah. um yeah i, I think it's about wild. someone who is a six foot eight mm-hmm. 270 pound mm-hmm. black man with a lot of tattoos and a beard mm-hmm. and, a, and a false hairline mm-hmm. like a lebron james if why are you have to say the false hairline in case people didn't know who i was talking about okay. i want to get closer to the you and if you still couldn't figure it out i'm talking about lebron <laughs> he uh has all these features that suggest a very domineering person yeah. and if he were not lebron james he would just be another black man he was just a black man with a all those big features black man a huge black man with lots of tattoos if he makes one mistake hey someone already spray painted the n-word on his gates yeah. in his home and he's rich mm-hmm. so Imagine if he were out parking incorrectly. At a Walgreens. And six foot, I got a six foot eight, 270 pound, pound black man with a lot of tattoos. I need backup. Yeah. 
you know that that he's a scary looking body type yeah he's he's bigger than any human that you know yeah um but he oh, plays really basketball basketball <laughs> basketball Sorry, I just really want to beat him. you know who else would like to beat him <laughs> um any team this off season <laughs> are we are we moving on all right let's just talk about so these calves. um god help these calves my actual god i watched the game yesterday yeah at a bar and i remember sitting there with a person that i was with and i was just like your date you really have to put my business out there on blast. I just feel like you're <laughs> inviting people into this conversation. They, they are our friends. We should let them in on this conversation. So I went on a date, and I, my caveat for our first date was like, cool, I'd love to get to know you, but like, mm-hmm. I need to see the game. Up until 8.30 p.m. Yeah, I'm like, but can we also go to a place where we can see the game? And I think that uh, went well. <laughs> uh, you know, it, well, that's... That's a good. That's a good idea. Um, that's a, it's, it's a compromise a, that everyone can appreciate. Yes, it's funny. It's anyway, sad. so I'm sitting there watching this, and you know, he he's asking me for my expert opinion, and I'm just like, I love that you called me an expert. He said that. Mm-hmm. Well done, sir. <laughs> and uh, he may listen to this podcast. That'd be weird, but whatever. That's okay. Um, you know what? And so I'm, I'm I'm sitting there like watching this game, and the whole time I'm just like, I. Like, I feel bad for LeBron, but I don't. But then I'm just like, what the hell is this this Cavs team? And the whole time I'm like, this is such garbage. This game is so... I'm like, you have these young guns, these young Celtics that are going to be a problem for this league in the future. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Man, Jalen Brown. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get a healthy Kyrie, I mean, I don't know what... The other dude's gonna be doing, but Gordon? I don't know what Gordon's gonna be oh, doing. Oh, don't forget about Gordon. What is he needed? Well, that's Brad Stevens's guy because well, he coached yeah. him. I, I think I, he'll still be around, but yeah. he may have to come off the bench. You might have to come <laughs> off the bench. You hear that, just, Gordon? Just saying, her expert buddy. opinion is you're you're no good to us in the starting five. Um, anyway, um, but like. You have this like young team school you mind you, Boston is not an easy place to play. Like they are yeah. ruthless as it's a hostile environment. Hundred percent. There's a lot of racism. There's a ton of race. I didn't <laughs> want to go back to it, but man. There's a lot of racism. If, if you ask fans, hey, where's the Mecca of racism in this country mm, for sports? Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some some cities in the south, but Boston. You you would say Russell Westbrook would say Utah. Yep. But I mean, By and I, large, consensus winner is Boston. Yeah, Boston. I would definitely say Boston. Um, he, like LeBron, has scored like twenty some points or whatever, and like his whole and like no, maybe he scored like nineteen points in the first quarter mm-hmm. or the first half, mm-hmm. and like his whole supporting cast scored like nineteen points total, like together. Well, it was like some some sort of statistic like that, and then I was just like, well, of course, that's fine, that's normal. It, Right, but it's also I can only imagine being him being so like you see him in, tired, just sitting there exhausted, <laughs> he everything frustrated. Like I don't know what else I need to do to these dudes to like they were having like stupid turnovers that didn't make any sense. I was just like, I just didn't understand. When I look at it, what he does for that team, mm-hmm. it has to be so humbling, and uh, God, it, humbling maybe is too generous of a word he he feels so much weight 
heavy is the head that wears the crown. He yeah. knows if he's not in this game. Oh, they're losing. This team sure. is terrible. Yeah, if he's not in this team, who's who are the Cavs? He's who, he is the that? entire identity of this team, and Absolutely. he has to look at that every day. And he even said in the post game press conference. No one, did you hear about the statistics someone gave him what? at a post game press conference? What did they say? <laughs> they said, LeBron, uh, we ran this new ugh, matrix of, a, you know, how statistics sure. or analytics are coming out all the time. Yeah. Like, this new metrics measures how fast a player is to the tempo of a game, mm-hmm. and LeBron ranks as one of the slowest players in the game. Okay. And LeBron said, what do you think of that stat? LeBron said, I think that stat is bullshit. <laughs> he, said, he said, literally, I think it's bullshit. That stat can kiss my ass. Because, nice. because nice. Show, me, show me analytics that, that um, denote how tired you are at the end of a game. Because no one is more tired at the end of a game than me. Say it again. I do. He didn't say this, but he's he essentially does saying, I do everything for this team. He's like, oh, I'm the slowest? Yeah, I call BS on that. I am the point guard. I am the shooting guard. I am the small forward. I am the power forward. I'm I am sometimes the center. I am the coach. <laughs> I am doing literally everything. I am the counselor. I am, I am right. I am their dads. I am their brother. I give them financial literacy advice. And then I buy them really terrible suits. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with those suits. Those suits were not cute. That and they did sh- not fit any of them No, well. they don't look I good. I was just like, why? They don't why? don't look why? good. That's why they're playing bad <laughs> it's the suits it's the suits if you didn't know lebron bought like five thousand dollar suits uh, so, for all his teammates five thousand each mm-hmm. for the i can't believe it. isaiah thomas was wondering why he didn't get his because yeah, he did that. get um um measured he did get measured for it yeah that's i i get that um but uh, he's he's not I don't, at the time we're doing this cast the Cavs are down two games to three mm-hmm and the What's, next games at next games uh, with the Cavs tomorrow in Boston. No, it's at it's at uh, it's it? it's at um, Quicken Loans. What? It's always been that way. No, no, no. Yes, it is. No. no game no. seven's gonna be no, no at no, Boston. No, no. no. Keep check keep, me, Alex. I'm I'm checking Go right ahead, now. Check me. I'm. There, why are all these soccer scores coming up? I don't know. It's I, it's gonna be in um in Cleveland. Uh, what is today? The twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're sure shit right. So that means don't ever don't ever question your me. expert opinion. My ex don't ever. I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, do you think Cleveland takes the next game to force a game seven in Boston? If that happens, Boston's gonna win. You, you want to see LeBron James in a game seven? I don't know if I want to see, if I'm Jason Tatum in that young team, I don't want to see LeBron in the game seven. Right. I really think. With this, this Cavs team. This, with this Cavs team, LeBron can give it 200%. Do you hear what I said? 200. Not 101. Kyle Corbett, though. Oh, he, he is. <laughs> he's, so a, he's a reliable sad. white dude. Him and, him and well, Kev Love, Kev does, Love does what they need to do. He needs to, man. Do you think LeBron stays this year? I don't the know. next year? I don't know. If he doesn't go to the finals this year, it's going to be so weird to watch the finals without him. The Celtics playing whoever comes out of it. We're watching the Houston and Golden State right now. They're at halftime. Yeah. 
um, game five. Yeah. So Houston's punch showing up, which is good. Man, this is going to be really hard. I don't know where he's going to go. We'll see. I don't want to say, but I think he may. I don't know. I think you're right for what you said last week. I think you're, he's going to do whatever he can for his legacy mm-hmm. and then come back and retire with the Cavs. He's already on the Mount Rushmore. He is so close to being. He's, he's the unanimous goat. He's so close. He's, so he's come close. so far. It makes me so sad that I have to say it. it it's disputable, sure. Right. Um, I mean, the game that they played at, at at Cleveland, the two games that they played at Cleveland, was phenomenal. Like he, oh yeah. he did great. Oh, he did. He was on fire. Points, great. Yeah. Uh, and he could do that every night. But if the rest of his team doesn't show up, man, he just needs a dependable. He he misses Kyrie. And the Celtics miss Kyrie, but less. Yeah. You know, they, they can they got, get by they, without. Yeah, because they have the supporting cast to do what they needed to do. My goodness. And, so, yeah, we'll see. Where do you think he's going to go? I, 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 everyone's saying he's going to stay. I think it makes sense why he would stay, but I don't, I don't, I don't know he, if that's the smartest decision for his career. Agreed. I think he should wait to see where Paul George and Kawhi Leonard want to do their business where demarcus cousins want to wants to be and how healthy demarcus cousins is mm-hmm. and then make his decision based on that because you put a lebron james with a healthy demarcus cousins right i mean put him on the worst team and give them to the phoenix suns they'll still go to the championship finals right um yeah i think he should follow his legacy and if he goes out west that's a tougher road, but I mean, he could make his way. If he has the right personnel, he can make his way through Houston. He yeah. can make his way through the Warriors. We can start to see the the chinks in the armor of the Warriors. Right. Or maybe he, uh, I don't know. Stays in the East, you can still do. I mean, you and the Celtics. You and the Celtics every year. Yeah. Who cares about Toronto? D- Detroit is getting a new coach probably soon yeah. with. Um, the freaking... sem- I mean, the 76ers could. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd be. They're a roadblock, but not a huge one. Yeah, it's a, I mean, there's not as much competition. Yeah. So I would stay out there, but I, I, I mean, who? Paul George has to come out there, right. or Kawhi has to go east. Something needs to change in a big way for him to to go through that. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man, but I am so sorry for him that he. It's but not his fault. It's not his fault, but the he players also players are playing. Their best. But he also, like, with all the trades that happened, you know that he had something to do with all those trades that happened with Isaiah leaving and getting um, um, Lance, uh, Larry Nance, and all those people. So, like, he helped create this team. He helped give his consent to things that Kobe Altman was already working on. Right. Um, And so he probably just tapped LeBron to say, what do you think about this? And LeBron says, if that's what our options are, then let's do it. Like, whatever. You can give me a three-legged dog out here, and and I'll still take them to the finals. Because I'm LeBron James. Right. Like, I'm just at that point in my career. But uh, uh, what he needs is a new owner. I'm not even going to shit on Kobe Altman. Because I think he does a good job. I mean, what he assembled on paper has been nothing short of amazing all year. Um, it's just but, they just need to perform. Well, they're running, they're shooting, but who's running sets and what's being called? I again, I love Ty Lue as a fellow Missouri brother, but this is it not might, the coach it for might this not team. Be. This is not. You need somebody else, and if he's gone at this off season, you can bet that LeBron had something to do with that. Also, 
Yep. Well, I shouldn't say that because LeBron is very much team Ty Lue. Yeah. No, he... It, at this point, Kobe Altman could just straight up say, listen, LeBron, I want to have you back. We want right. to have you in Cleveland. That's no secret. Max Seal. We are going to let go of Coach Lue. We think that's what's going to take this team forward. And... We know you work your hardest, and the players we brought in have been great. We think a new system is needed, yeah. and coaches is not going to be in, in the in that process. But here's the coaches we're going after because you have to present other options. Sure, yeah. And then from there, LeBron can make his decision. Yeah. You just got to we'll pull see. We'll you can't, see. You can't bring Lou back and LeBron back, mm-hmm. and then make some like minor changes yeah. to the roster. Yeah. Something needs to yeah. something needs to be shaken up. Yeah. Um, the Rockets are doing really well because uh harden james harden Mm -hmm. uh figured out that if you play defense you win games you're so that's it's like disrespectful is it is it disrespectful (laughs) he is playing better defense oh my god i was very surprised i watched the game two days ago and i was like is that him like hustling back to the other side of the of the court yeah. Oh my God! Is that him it's playing nice to see deep? Him care. You know what that is? It's nice is? to see him care. You know what that's called? What? It's called Chris Paul. Yeah. That's called. Let me put some hustle in you, giddy up. Buddy. Yeah. That's... I really like thinking really like objectively about the Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. I'm like, I don't care who necessarily like wins because mm-hmm. they both would be fine. Like they both would in the finals. Like who ends up going to the finals? I I'm would like much rather watch the Rockets. Oh, I would much rather exactly. But like, if Golden State goes, it's like oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same story, different year, you know? Yeah. Um, but with it would be fun to see the Rockets go purely for Chris Paul and hopefully to maybe to have, to see Harden actually play some defense. Okay, this defense uh, observation that you've made mm-hmm. is different than how I was thinking about it. I am impressed by the way he... You know in the past when he was in the playoffs how he just wouldn't show up? Yeah. He'd have a dynamite regular season. And then, and then the playoffs like, start... He choked. Where has he been? Yeah, yeah. like put an APB out for this yeah. guy. Now, with Chris by his side in a system that lets him play yeah, ISO the, ball... Yeah, which is what he likes. He gets to just have the time of his life out there. Right. It's a lot of fun for him now. and He's playing at, an, at a level... That I haven't seen him play in the postseason. Did you see that dunk he had on Draymond Green? Yup. I loved every minute of that. Because you saw him dunk. First of all, you saw him dunk on, or he laid up a really good shot on Kevin Durant in the first game. Yep. And Draymond pushed him to yep. get in his head. And James right. wasn't having any. He and James was like, cool. Shrugged his shoulders, whatever, I'm good. And then he dunked he did on the, Draymond. He did the, the Harden like, look that he does, you know. The, oh, the meme I, of him, love like, that. I love that. I love that look. I love that look. <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face. It was really good. It was look up the Harden. Um, ah, what would it be called? Like Harden, the Harden face. Like is it he's an eye roll? Kind it's of. It's not kind of like an eye roll. If you he was eye being roll, interviewed it'll get close by, enough. It, it, he was being interviewed, and someone asked a question, and he just like answered by literally looking at the person and just walking away just, by also looking at the person. He kind of glided away. Yeah, it was funny. Did you see the kid doing it? The kid version. Is yes, it? I've seen the kid oh, version of it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, With the beard, the fake beard. <laughs> it's so funny. But uh, that dunk he had on Draymond. Post. That was the best dunk on someone of his caliber I've right. seen in a long time. That's true. I was so glad to see him eat that. Yeah. Um, and I, I love okay. Draymond. But just like sometimes you need to show him no, where. Sometimes where, Draymond needs to, to yeah. be to be told. Have a seat. 
Um, but this, this, I, I'm impressed that this Rockets team has been able to even the series two two. Yeah, and I and hope they look really good in this uh, fifth game. Shout out to owner Daryl Morey or general manager. Oh, general are they manager. are they tied right now? Oh, they're tied. Shout out to Daryl Morey mm-hmm. for when he put this trade together for Chris Paul, uh, and he said it's an arms race. Mm-hmm. Here in in the West, you got to build a team that can compete with the Golden State Warriors. He yeah. flat out said that. Absolutely. And he couldn't get Carmelo, and he couldn't get Paul George, Probably the people good, he wanted to. But it's, it's not going to work. <laughs> good thing you didn't. Yeah. Because, because that juju is bad. Yeah, you <laughs> did just fine, and you are now in Game Five with the Warriors. I really think Carmelo is bad juju. I hate saying that because I do like him as a player. What do you mean by bad juju? Let's unpack that. He's just not had good luck ever since he's like been yeah. in the league. Okay. But and what do you just, mean? And I think because he, this is like me being weird, but like he played for the Knicks and the bad juju of James Dolan like seeped into him. Mm. And so it just now follows him everywhere. Some Phil Jackson in there. Yeah. Sprinkled in. Yeah. I think. I think Phil Jackson's bad juju was because of James Dolan. Can you imagine, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine with the ISO ball that is played in Houston, mm-hmm. adding Carmelo Anthony ISO ball too. So oh, that would be three, fun. You got three ISO ballers. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is different in that he can operate the yeah. floor and facilitate also. Yeah. But can you imagine having? But we but we know that three heads are, don't it's work. Too mu- it's too so much. It three work. headed Hydra doesn't work Mm-mm. in this. Two at most. Yeah, you can't do more than that. And if if. Oklahoma City had just stopped at Paul George. They would have been fine. You would have been so good. But you just had to overdo it. Ah, and it, I'm just not saying. Mm, I'm not saying if you had put anyone as the third player on that team. Yeah. Even if it wasn't Mello, I think they still would have struggled because it's. Just, yeah, I mean it, Russell it, you, Westbrook's not that. Yeah. No. He's not that guy. Yeah. But uh, he he is two players in one. And then you had a Paul George. Now you have three. Right. You got a good setup. Yeah. But uh, leave it be. Carmelo is still in OKC next year, and I think this is a kind of a tangent. But as long as we're talking about it, I feel like Paul George is definitely going elsewhere. Mm. And he's so going to, he's going to LA probably. And he bought a house and like put a crib in the house for his baby yeah, in but, LA. But just that saying. could be LeBron has a house in LA too. The timing uh, of it maybe the timing like, was but when interesting. you're having a kid and your girlfriend or wife wants to live a certain place, you build a crib in that place. I'm just saying maybe she determined that as Probably. well. And I she know said, his life. by the way, you're gonna work here next year. I'll make sure the LA Lakers have good benefits. <laughs> um, child care and all that. But I feel like uh, Carmelo and Russell Westbrook being on the same team together, that is going to be Remember that sitcom called The Odd Couple? Yeah. That's what we're looking at. Yep. That's really what it's going to be. It's going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to be weird. But yeah, good job, Daryl Morey and the Houston Rockets. And, you know, Mike D'Antoni, who <laughs> just kind of falls in a good situation sometimes. Yeah. Run and gun kind of coach. Yeah. Never been about defense, but he... I mean, know. that's probably why. He, anyway. Yeah, it works. This, this game is really interesting. So do you want to talk about some dope people so we can watch the rest of the game? Was that it? That was it. <clears throat> Unless there was something else that I'm missing. Um. Oh, I will say the. Uh, what about the All NBA? Oh shoot, teams. the All NBA teams. I don't. Ha- I don't have all of them off off the top of my head though. Or 
ESPN released uh, the top money makers worldwide okay. in sports. LeBron is number two. Ooh, number one is uh, take a guess. Soccer player, of course. Uh, the the cute one, Christian. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. See, I know things. Every year. That man makes a lot of money. Killing him with the looks and the play. He's a very good player. Mm-hmm. And Messi was number three. So. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, number higher than I thought he would be, Kyrie Irving. What, what number was he? He was the fourth highest. Hmm, let me see. Fourth highest uh, player of the NBA. Fourth highest? That's. Let me, let me go, 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 go. Oh, here we are. It is... Oh, shout out to the Indian cricket players who made it on this list. Nice. Which one? I need to... There are a few I could tell you. Um, Number one is Cristiano Ronaldo. Number two is LeBron James. There are three factoids that go into determining this, including search score, which is like how often they're searched on the internet, endorsements, and social following. Mm -hmm. I won't even go into it for all these people. You, You can look it up yourself. But Cristiano Ronaldo, one. LeBron James, two. Lionel Messi, three. LeBron is ahead of Lionel Messi. I was in a pub in London eight years ago, maybe seven. Mm -hmm. And people got on my case because I was the only American there. And they said, you don't know who Lionel Messi is? I was like, no, I don't know who he is. Like, okay, well, do you know who LeBron James is? Who's that? Like, he's the greatest player (laughs) in the game today. And so he's now number two. uh, Where does Serena Fall into that. Serena. So then we got Neymar, soccer player. Of course. Um, shout out to Brazil, mm-hmm. number four. Roger Federer at five. Neymar is higher than five. Mm-hmm. Tiger at six. Woods. Yeah. Seriously. I know. Still. God. Tiger Woods. Damn. Okay. Uh, number seven, KD. Punk ass. Uh, number eight, <laughs> or Rafael Nadal is still number eight. Okay. Steph Curry number nine. Okay. He got a big deal this year, so. Uh, number ten, you would never guess this. Phil Mickelson. What? I know. That's weird. Number eleven, Virat Kohli, cricket. Nice. Um, India's team. And number twelve, Serena Williams. Nice. It's the top ranked female. Love it. Love it. Good picture. I have the all NBA t- uh, first team, second team, third team. The- Do you, so on the first team. So this is voted by the players. Who's who votes for this? Do you remember? Um, I don't. There's like a player vote and then there's like a journalist vote I yeah believe. i think it's something like that so it's basically like who would be it's essentially they're doing like um who would be the your first team that you would pick like oh, i thought the journalists do the official one. Oh, this but this is the official one okay so unanimously both james harden and cleveland's lebron james were voted in the first team selections on thursday so this happened today that's, that's a no-brainer. So, like, who, no one's surprised by that. So, James and uh, James Harden and LeBron James. Um, then Anthony Davis from the Pelicans. Damian Lillard from the Blazers. What? Yep. Yep. Getting I mean, that respect. And then uh, KD, punk ass, um, was yeah. also number well, I mean, on I the first team. That. Damien? Yeah. I thought I thought you would be appreciative of that. Are you? Wow. Yeah, so which is really cool. That so, means he topped out Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. All, oh, oh let me let's let's keep this going. <laughs> so second team. Um by the way, this is LeBron's twelfth year in a row, twelfth year continuing to be uh, in the first team all NBA. All NBA first team. He has surpassed Kobe and Kareem, I believe. 
Um, second team, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Bucks, okay. Russell Westbrook of the Thunder, Joel Embiid from the 76ers, hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge from the Spurs, and DeMar DeRozan from the Raptors. That's an interesting second team. Yeah. I was surprised certain people weren't on the second team. Yeah. Like a Steph Curry. I'm exactly who I was <laughs> thinking. Because Steph Curry was All-NBA third team. <gasps> Is it because the game's minced? Uh, he like the sec so it's interesting because it's it's just interesting how the totals work i guess but um only two people voted for him to be in the first team 39 people voted for him for second team and 37 voted for him for third team and the total is 164 Mm -hmm. or like the way that like it works so Mm -hmm. that's why he's on the third team steph curry of the warriors victor oladipo of the pacers carl anthony towels of the timberwolves Jimmy Butler of the Timberwolves right. and Paul George of the Thunder. No Clay Thompson. No Clay Thompson. No Draymond Green. Nope. Uh, there's uh, oh no respect for Kyle Lowry. And Wait, like Kyrie wasn't in there. Yeah, Kyrie wasn't in there. Uh, Kawhi wasn't in there. I mean, they didn't well, play. Kawhi so didn't play. well, Kyrie Neither, played Kyrie. most of the season, right? Except for those last few games. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of talent in this league right now. It's oh really fun God. to watch. It's so fun to watch. I love that we love this game. Oh, my God. It's really great. Shout, so, I, my, I'm glad I found that pretty quickly. Dame Dalla. Dame Dalla. First team All-NBA. Pay and, this man, Portland. Yes. I'm all about it. Mm. All right. Ready for some dope people? Yeah. Let us get into that. All right, it is time to talk about our dope people of the week. Is it my turn to go first this time? Yes, it is. Go for it. So my dope person this week is none other than uh, Terry Crews. You don't care? He's that uh, guy who did the Old Spice commercials. No, he's never done Old Spice commercials. That's another black man. It's a Terry. But Terry Crews, the former NFL player. The black guy? Black guy. Bald head? Bald head. Who did the Old Spice commercials. He didn't do Old Spice commercials. Yes, he did. Are you sure? Yes. I don't remember him doing the Old Spice commercials. You need to look it up later. Okay, I'll I don't want to derail you. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, Terry Crews um, is a former NFL star. He's a visual artist. He's a very gifted comic artist. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Uh, he played uh, Everybody Hates Chris's dad, the dad in Everybody mm-hmm. Hates Chris. He is in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and is hilarious in it. Um, and yeah, he's just a all-around cool dude. He also um, is in Deadpool 2, so he's been kind of making the rounds. Um, he's he's there for a second. He's there for a minute, so oh, okay, definitely okay, okay, definitely okay. should take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the reasons why I picked him was, I mean, we've talked about toxic mas- masculinity today and just... Um, you know, we've talked about the Me Too movement and things like that. And I wanted to give props to Terry Crews because he recently, while he was doing kind of the press junket for Deadpool 2, uh, went to The Daily Show and just very openly and honestly spoke about um, his experiences of being harassed, sexually harassed. Um, it's pretty widely known that he, uh, Cruz alleged that the WME agent Adam Bennett groped him at an awards party in 2016. Um, and he's like going through currently like civil suits for that right mm-hmm. now. Um, and he just openly talked about like being, 
you know, sexually harassed as a, a, a man, but also he's been such an advocate for uh, wanting to dismantle toxic masculinity because he's he calls it a cult. Um, when he was mm. at a women's march, he likes he's like it's a cult. It needs to stop. Um, and one of the quotes that he said during the interview was, "Hold on, let me just make sure." I'm getting this correctly. Um, one of the things that he said was, women have been talking about this, the meat like being harassed and things, for thousands of years, like, help us, help us. And men have turned off. It's one of those things where they've stopped listening. What I've discovered was when, I, when my story broke, it allowed people to see the times their lines got stepped on. Um, you got tricked into thinking it was part of the job. Success is the warmest place to hide. Successful people know that they can get away with this. It's a qualifier for sexual assault. Yeah. Um, and he just went on to talk about how toxic masculinity is, how he himself has tried to dismantle his own thoughts on those things. He wrote um, a book in 2014 called Manhood, How to Be a Better Man or Just Live with One. Um, and then he discussed his struggle about like pornography addiction in that, his abusive alcoholic father, um, the journey to become just a more vulnerable human. Um, and he, again, a man of his stature, a former NFL player, yeah. big dude. He's all, he's, people know him for how he moves his pecs. Like, it's very funny. You have not seen these Old Spice commercials? I really don't remember it. Okay. I don't. I'm very excited to watch it. Um, but in this mo- in this moment of times up and me too, and we talk about mass, uh, you know, toxic masculinity and things like that. I'm so appreciative of having this, you know, dark skinned, beautiful man of color be very vulnerable and, um, and and taking the voice and power that he has for the movement. So, Terry Crews, continue doing you. I am all about. And also, congrats to Brooklyn Nine Nine for being picked up by NBC because Fox decided to cut it. I was just like, "Are you stupid?" It's like one of the best shows that you have. I forget that you can do that. Yeah, and I so for- and <laughs> NBC picked it up. Thank God, Nine <laughs> Nine. I forget <laughs> we're. Uh, we're renaming it uh, Brooklyn 100. <laughs> that, that is my Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Um, very good job. Yeah. I, I, I am a big fan of Terry. And um, and apparently his Old Spice commercials. <laughs> and the fragrances that he has promoted. Uh, speaking of movement, mm-hmm. um, Tea Fresh. Tea Fresh. Is my dope person of the week. You, you may know him by his, his given name, um, which... I just lost. Tavares Jones. Okay. He is a five-year-old going on six out of Detroit, Michigan, Uh who can dance his butt off. And so he has been featured on Ellen. Of course. And we just watched it again. Ellen loves a cute kid. He dance. He, you saw me. Um, My heart. I didn't see Mm. the video, but you rarely melt for children oh my goodness and you you melted i was just like who is that man (laughs) i looked i looked up this interview because he also did a dance on the ellen show but i first saw him on the gram when he was the calves at the the half the half time Mm -hmm. calves and uh, celtics and he comes out at the quicken loans arena in his adorable. black and white Adidas jumpsuit Into with it. the Cavs dancers, the dance troupe. Yeah. And they give him center stage. You know, the dance team just kind of like falls back for a little bit. Let's yeah. the man take the center stage. And I just played it again on mute. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. He's so cute. This kid's, he, he's cute as a button, but his moves, 
silky fire. smooth, just fire. fire. I'm like, <laughs> I hope he stays this age forever Absolutely. and just dances the way that he dances. Um, but he'll get older, and I'm sure he'll continue to be an amazing star. But uh, you know, we've we know that he's from Michigan. His mom has put him on this stage as a kid who just really loved dancing from the moment. Uh, he could walk. he kind mm-hmm. of walked, mm-hmm. but also we should say, Alex, what kind of dancing are you talking about? I'm talking about straight up hood hip hop dancing, Strutting. not even like traditional hip hop. I'm talking about the garbage music I don't listen to. <laughs> he dances to that so well. He can it's, do the stanky leg. He can dougie. Yeah, he yeah. can, the you know, parts of me. He can do that that move that everyone does with I like kicking their I don't knee know out. What They're it's like, called? I forgot what it's called. called. Um, <laughs> We're too old. I'm I'm uh, I was conflicted when I first saw it. Because mm-hmm. I thought, what does this five-year-old know about the lyrics in this song? Oh, yeah. They're not great he, lyrics. He shouldn't be knowing some of this stuff. Right. But at the same time, man, that's a fire move <laughs> you just put on there. So, you know, at the end of the day, he is making... When you see his face out there, on the, and he's a sweet kid. He gets straight A's in, in school. He said he wants to be a father. Oh, he wants to that get, was cute. He's, that like, was, uh, he's like, I want to be a father. Why do you want to be a father? <laughs> Because I'm so sweet. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. What is in your head? Literally, I was like, I think Alex just got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Dang, man. The, the, the cuteness factor is off the Richter scales. Yeah. So when you see him dancing and you think about the music, it's such a, such a juxtaposition with what's on his face. His face yeah. is just glowing and happy. He's, he's just excited. having the time of his life. Yeah, he's just entertaining people doing something he really likes doing. Yeah. I don't think he cares about... Uh, the misogyny and the violence in the music that he's listening to and the materialism, <laughs> capitalism. Absolutely. He's not really thinking about that. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, like, I'm just a kid who's having a good time. I'm trying to land this pelvic thrust right here. <laughs> Bam. And he does. So I would say um, hats off to T Fresh. You can follow him on Instagram at, at T Fresh, T F R E S H. Simple. Nice. Um, Tavares Jones. Yeah, that's my dope it. person. Five year old. That's the youngest dope person I've put on. Yeah, I think both of us have. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So I guess that's it for the cast. What a, what a lovely cast. Cool. All right, folks. Make sure you're following us, liking us, and doing all those things. Until next week, be dope, and we'll catch you later. Peace. Yeah.